The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached strike point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you strike points. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Points. <laughs> Welcome to Strike Point. We are live again. I know we had a long break and I'm sorry for that, but we're live again. It's Monday, 22nd of August, I think it is. <laughs> yeah, that'd be August. And, and it's been almost half a year something since we uh, did our last broadcast. Uh, so There was a lot of things going on late in March. our lives, a lot of things going on with business, um, but... We are back again, and we expect to be broadcasting almost every Monday from now on and uh, for the next five years or something. <laughs> so um, today, unfortunately, Dave couldn't make it. But uh, that's about the only bad news we have today because the good news is that with me, I have a good friend, social media expert, speaker, author, and a lot of other things, Lee Evans. So yeah. welcome to you, Lee. Well, thank you for having me. This is going to be fun. <laughs> It will be fun. It's always fun on Strike Point. <laughs> and what most people don't know is that most of the most of the host and co-host on Strike Point is usually naked when we broadcast. So, so <laughs> you know, it's it's the only naked radio show. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hope you dressed up for it. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, We're going to talk about a whole lot of things uh, and uh, just want to want to recap a little bit because a lot of things have happened since uh, the last show. Uh, I quit smoking for one thing. Wow. Yeah, actually, I, I quit smoking and then I picked up as uh, a, a kind of a, a stop smoking aid, these types of, uh, you know, electronic cigarettes, which actually is um, – It doesn't have any of the all, all the poison stuff. It does, it's more like a vaporizer. So you get this type of of of, uh, of of vapor, which is just you know vaporized water of some kind, and a little bit of nicotine in it. But that's that's really it. So it's totally safe, and um, and it you know it works kind of like the same way as a, a nicotine gum or something like that. You know, it helps you a little bit with with quitting. But it's almost six months ago I actually quit. Just shortly after the last show, so um, that's a big thing. And I got a great coffee machine. <laughs> I I I have never been drinking much coffee. Uh, I've been waiting, you know, for when I when I really grew up to start drinking coffee. I I thought I would kind of learn it by the time I grew up, but uh, it never really came around. And then because uh, um, I, I needed a coffee machine for the for the session room I have for some workshops and I, and I, and I picked up this um, Nespresso uh, you know the one that George Clooney is advertising and you know this very fancy thing it makes so great coffee and uh, now I actually started drinking coffee um, but the reason I'm mentioning this coffee machine is that um, they have a website that 
of a type that I thought died out 10 years ago. Have you been to the Nespresso uh, website? No, I well, have not. Well, you only go, you only go there if if you if you if you need to buy these um, these things for your for your coffee machine. These little uh, what do you call them? These little tubes you you put in there to make the coffee. And this website is pure and one hundred percent flash. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's impossible to link to anything. It's impossible to navigate uh, using any of your standard browser uh, functions. It, I, you know, I thought those types of websites died out ten years ago. It's, it's great, great coffee, and I like the service they have and the support and everything. But the website really, really sucks. Um, so today you're gonna do SEO on that website. <laughs> Is it? Are you talking about the U.S. one, the Nespresso U.S. one? Uh, cool. I'm not sure which one of them. Uh, I think it's just an. Is it just an Nespresso? He's breaking up there. <laughs> I think we're losing him. <laughs> I think it's just on uh, Nespresso.com. Um, yeah, N-E-S-P-R-E-S-S-O.com. Um, it is. It is awful. Um, Anyway, uh, I also, did you hear about that? Uh, I got a couple of um, of new cars. I actually got four new cars. Um, it's I think it's the first time in my life that I got so many new cars within a month. Uh, but it's only one of them that are really, really interesting because I got myself a Tesla Roadster. And uh, that have been incredibly interesting. And, and actually... <laughs> Not not only did I get it, I actually got it for free, which is <laughs> which is a really nice thing, and and it kind of lead me into into uh, something that that uh, that kind of borders what we're going to talk about new today uh, with social media because um, the reason behind this whole deal with the with the Tesla Roadster uh, was an idea that uh, well basically my idea was I want a Tesla Roadster. I don't want to pay for it. How do I get it for free? So <laughs> I um, I figured out that um, I needed to to convince the uh, the dealership in Denmark uh, that um, they needed some more online um, presence, uh, which they don't have much of, um, and they needed to position themselves stronger in the in the future market for electric cars. And um, so, so I came around with an idea that you you probably remember uh, some of those those ideas in, from the past, uh, Lee. Uh, there was one particular that that I kind of liked the idea behind um, Walmarting the USA. This was a blog that was launched a few years ago uh, called uh, Walmarting the USA. Um, it was a project where a couple of young people, uh, a, a guy and a girl. Uh, was going to drive around in a RV um, to all the different uh, WalMarts in the US, and they were going to park on 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 the parking lots and 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 stay there and and only buy stuff in Walmart and live by it and and then blog about the the live uh, Walmart in the USA, and 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 the idea was good. Um, they could have got a lot of attention actually. They did get a lot of attention, but they just didn't get the right type of attention because they they announced it as a project that these two uh, young people were, were were just you know spontaneously doing, but in fact the whole thing was was a sponsored deal. 
that uh, Walmart uh, uh, thought of. So, so, so they were actually behind, or their their advertising agency was behind it. Um, so, of course, you should never lie on the web, and you should never lie in social medias. I know that, and Lee Evans, that is apparently out right now, but I hope we get her back. Of course, knows that you should not lie on the web because sooner or later, people are gonna find out. And of course, with this particular project, they did, in fact, find out about it. So um, then, of course, people start uh, reversing the whole attention and, 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 you know, complaining about how Walmart was trying to trick them into believing that this was a, a, an honest project and it wasn't really and blah, 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 blah. So it actually, this project actually turned around and, 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 and didn't actually make anything really good for Walmart. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I thought of the idea of of, um, of of creating an event like that, uh, taking taking something as dull and boring as Walmart. You know, how are you going to bring that into social media? How are you going to, you know, make something out of Walmart that 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 people are actually gonna uh, gonna want to uh, to to listen to, um, and. Um, and and then they, they took this idea and that that's basically the the, the idea and other similar ideas that, that I took with uh, this Tesla dealership, and um, so so I um, I thought of this idea about spending a year in a Tesla roaster to show everybody what is it really to live with an electric car because there's so many misconceptions about how you know the limited range of electric cars and how they don't drive well enough in in cold weather and and how it's difficult to charge them and blah 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 all these types of misconceptions about electric cars and i think you know a good way to show everybody what it um it is like is you know to to demonstrate it and so that's what i wanted to do and then then i presented this whole idea you know about blocking about it doing video stuff about it uh, doing facebooking and twice uh, twitter and all this type of thing and i approached the dealership with it and funny enough they um they said yes so uh, now i have the car for a whole year and i'm doing all this uh, this crazy stuff with it and doing all kinds of videos and and stuff so i figured that was that was a, a very good idea uh, maybe we should take a short commercial break so you can um, get a uh, get a word from our sponsors yeah. uh, keeping the show alive and then uh, we fix uh, the technical stuff in between so um, please stay with us we will be back in a minute sit tight and don't move strike point we'll be back after this short break only on webmasterradio.fm Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Please welcome your CEO coach. 
WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Two, one, booster ignition. Ascend into new heights of ranking and revenue with a search engine-friendly online shopping cart that's ready for liftoff. Introducing Ascender Cart. Ascender Cart optimizes your shopping cart with easy-to-use SEO tools that will help build keywords, titles, and tags for top search engine rankings. Get all of the advantages of having a shopping cart on your site and monitor your progress with regular reports in just a click. Prepare to launch your shopping cart to the top of the search engines with Ascender Cart. Learn more about what Ascender Cart can do for you at AscenderCart.com. A-S-C-E-N-D-E-R-C-A-R-T.com. Open your windows for a breath of fresh air. WebmasterRadio.fm. And hey, Mac, we're here for you too. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Okay, we are back again, and I think this time we have a better connection to Lee. So, are you with me? <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> That's good. That sounds much better. I think you're on a regular phone now. Is that right? Yeah, on my cell phone because apparently Comcast decided to work on the lines outside my house today and didn't bother to tell us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Skype is not always that easy to get working. So um, it's good that we can also do a backup with real phones. Um, this internet stuff is not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted to ask you, Lee, because I think, you know, in my opinion, um, today... I feel we have a situation with social medias uh, in terms of how clients uh, adapt to it that are kind of similar to how it was with links and link building five, six, eight years ago. I think that most clients, at least most of the clients that I talk to now, companies, mid-sized, large companies, they do understand the value of, of social media, or maybe not so much the value, but they do understand that it's important. They do understand, oh, they heard all about this social media thing. They do understand Facebook and Twitter, all these things are important. But then the next question is, okay, so what do we do? And so, Julie, what do they do? 
Well, what we tell people, like, and what I tell people when we get clients or before we even uh, say, oh, you need Twitter or oh, you need Facebook or oh, you need that or this, we do research first because there are so many places in social media. It's not just Twitter and Facebook. You know, there's little mixed forums out there that might be where you really need to be working with and they're having conversations there. And, uh, you know, you, you should go and get the profiles and secure those profiles, but should you be wasting your time, you know, in one place over another place or dedicating your time there? That's that's the real question because a lot of businesses don't have the resources to be everywhere in social media. No, and I think that that is, a, that is one of the big challenges, of course, uh, because we all know that just replicating the same messages across all the different social medias is not a very good strategy of course it it it, it doesn't i mean people want something that is that is uh, adjusted and adapted to each of of the different medias and 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 so if if you need to build content and and interaction on both facebook and twitter and do videos on different platforms and be involved in forums and all this you know it it quickly becomes way way more than than most uh, especially media medium sized companies can can deal with so how do you how do you go about prioritizing that so what we look for is where the influential cost, where, where the influential conversations are happening. So if say you were um, say you were some kind of service company like a plumber or um, a you know an HVAC person, you know air conditioning and heating and all that, you're probably not going to have a real big conversation out on out on uh, Facebook or out on Twitter. It might be Angie's list that you need to look at, or it might be um, making videos, how-to videos to do things, to see where people are talking and asking for information. And then you figure out who your influencers are and how you can be valuable to them. And that's, that's the key in social media because people want to share things that are valuable to them. And once you figure out how you can be valuable, well, then it's just a natural progression from there. Yeah, so so um, so so you do not always recommend that that uh, uh, that companies work with Facebook or Twitter necessarily. No, and like what we recommend is go out and at least get your profile, get your twenty five fans, get that page out there, and if you've got a blog, put that content out there, and you know maybe occasionally if 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 that one isn't your main channel, just make sure there's some content going out there because. It's really easy to do that these days. There's a lot of tools that can can automate that stuff. But if your conversation isn't really happening on Facebook, it's happening elsewhere. That's where you need to dedicate your your resources. And we have clients that, uh, for example, we have clients that are very very technical in nature and they're more B two B, and you don't see them um, interacting as much. They don't get as much play on Facebook because they're more active in LinkedIn. Or they're more active in putting out ebooks and sharing them on Scribd and SlideShare. So they get more traction from that and they're setting themselves up as an authority. Whereas in Facebook, if Facebook isn't such a good B2B platform, it's great for B2C and great for nonprofits, um, but it's a little bit tougher for, for B2Bs to really get traction in, in Facebook. So how do you how do you approach um a strategy for LinkedIn because I mean basically I think to most people LinkedIn is just really a 
directory of related uh, business contacts and and what what more can you do there? Oh well, there's actually a lot you can do out there. There's uh, groups, and you can establish groups. So, um, for example, SES has a, a LinkedIn group, and once you once you make sure you're monitoring that group and and you're making sure that people aren't spamming it because well. We all know how we all know how the the, the spammers can be, um, but if you you monitor that group and you really take care of the group and you, you foster discussions, it can really grow and it can be beneficial to you at the end of the day. But it can also make you seem like an authority to those decision makers that are coming into the group looking for specific information. And then you have the other aspect of the question and answers part of uh, of LinkedIn where. People are out there asking questions, and they're looking for answers. And you can go out and answer questions through your profile and set yourself up as an authority. So, Or have your employees do that because people will see who they work for, and then maybe you want to hire you to do that particular type of work that you answered the question about. Isn't all? Wouldn't you also uh, recommend, now you're talking about employees, that, that um, to... to um, to recommend all your employees to add your company as uh, the the workplace uh, that they have. So 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 as you say that everybody can actually see that they're working with this company, and so when they do reply to things and, and interact, that that it's it's apparent where they come from. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the more the more people see that you do have a, a big qualified staff, and they come in and they'll look because people really do search LinkedIn. If they see somebody answer a question, they'll look at that person and then they'll look at the company and see what the company does overall. So it's very important if LinkedIn is part of your strategy to make sure that your business profile is all filled out. So they just added in the last uh, two months that you can add different products and services to your company profile. And actually, LinkedIn gives business profiles, a pretty nice little set of analytics so you can see where people are coming from to view your company information. Yeah. So any other uh, any other platform people may not be thinking so much about that you want to you wanna talk about? Well, I think a lot of people think that uh, YouTube is full of, um, you know, uh, the, the jackass-type videos where people are being funny or the talking babies or or uh, blend tech videos, you know, they, they, or the Diet Coke Mentos commercials. Everybody thinks YouTube is all full of that. But the biggest channel on YouTube these days is the do-it-yourself channel. And people are just coming to YouTube to look and see how to do different things or how to use a product or how to use a service to get, get ahead. So if your company has some kind of product or service that might just be a little bit difficult to figure out how to use or get value out of. It might might behoove you to make those videos and put them out on that channel. And, it, you know, it's a lot. It's a really engaging channel because people are very, we in nature are very visual. That's why Flickr has over 5 billion, you know, users, 5 billion photos. Um, you know, video, people are uploading, I think the latest number was, 48 hours of video every minute in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's just another engaging channel. So people think of YouTube just for the viewing purposes, but not for the value. And when you put in the value, 
it can be a really good a really good channel at the end of the day as well. Yeah, and in addition to that, uh, some companies uh, uh, in 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 the tech space that 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 I, I use their products. Um, what they also done is that they not only made videos of uh, how to use their product, but they also invited uh, expert users to give uh, the type of tips that you don't find in the manual, you know, like how do this particular expert use this type of product and all these little little, little cool things about it, um, which seems to be very inspiring to me in, 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 in using that product. And in fact, I started using that product better than what I used before. And then, of course, I, I started loving the product even more. So, so um, uh, putting up things like that is, is tremendous value, I think. Um, yeah, and I and I think another channel that people are really missing out on um, is this whole combination of mobile and social coming together with Foursquare and Facebook Places. I mean, when if you can get out there, you're a small business or maybe a medium-sized business or even a small retail chain, and you want to try and compete with the big guys, you know, like the Kmart's and the Walmart's and um, I don't know what you have over there, but the bigger chains, the small mom and pop shops can use these um, these location, these geolocation services like Foursquare to put them on the same playing level, same playing field at a mini, minimum of cost. So, And they're geosocial networks. There's people out there that are on Foursquare constantly, um, you know, checking into places, gaining points and... and uh, they check in with their friends, they get deals. So this is a way that small business and medium-sized businesses can play in the social area on the same level as the big boys. Yeah, that, that, is, that is definitely true. It, it, it seems to me in many ways that, um, that social media is still, uh, still a, 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 a wasteland of, of, of opportunities um, for, for especially for smaller and mid-sized companies because similar to SEO 10 years ago, uh, large corporations didn't really understand how to use it, and if they did, you know, they did it all wrong and stuff. So, and, and, and you know, of course, you can find big corporations that are doing great stuff in social medias, but there's still few, and um, there are great opportunities. And especially, of course, speaking from the European point of view, and 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 being from a smaller country like Denmark, there are huge opportunities because um, most of the bigger companies in 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 the smaller regions have still not even started doing anything seriously uh, in, in, in social media. So so similar to how SEO was 10 years ago, with very limited resources and a whole lot of homework, <laughs> you can you can actually gain an improv, what is it called? Uh, you can gain a very prominent position um, much, much more than, than, than the size of your company uh, should, um, should, uh, should give you. Um, yeah, so that's and, and the, ten, the point, tons of good opportunities the point you see too is if you start to see your friends checking in and, and doing the deals that they have or gaining specials, well, your, your friends are going to start seeing that and they're going to want part of that and, and you know, become part of that. Uh, I know every time I go to Smoky Bones with my friends, they always say, Lee, check in the Foursquare because you get our free pickle chips. <laughs> so, you know, and they've become fans now too. So, um, now they go and, and, and spread the word. So it's a real simple thing that people can do on, 
with Foursquare or even Facebook Places or Koala, which pretty much runs Facebook Places. But it's it just really does help small businesses get on that same playing field. And now talking about Facebook, because uh, we, we are going to talk a little bit about Facebook as well, because it is... I don't know. Is it the biggest social media platform? At least here in Europe, it it it, it seems to be at the moment. Uh, it has gained tremendous uh, um, momentum here. Uh, I think it's pretty much the same, just about everywhere in the world right now. Um, <laughs> um, so it is a very it's a, it's a very very powerful media um, because almost everybody is up there. Almost everybody yeah. have a profile. I think in Denmark. Uh, we uh, we reached 2.5 or 2. Point something million profiles, and that's out of a population of only five million people. So it means that we actually have more than one profile per household in Denmark. Uh, so so you can actually today you can reach more people on Facebook than you can reach with TV advertising around the national news. Which oh, is I, I would totally believe that. And then you can also think about it too. Is You can be so targeted with your messages that it's it's really um, it's it's really phenomenal to see how targeted you can get because the thing about both Facebook and LinkedIn that that marketers and, and businesses should remember is that when you get into Facebook and when you get into LinkedIn, in order to derive value from it as a person. You have to be real. You have to be honest about who you are, and you have to be honest about maybe your age and where you live, or your friends won't connect with you, or your colleagues won't connect with you. So yeah. um, that that's why you can get so targeted with your ads. And so if you're not even thinking about it from a, hey, I want to go get social on Facebook, but you want to use it as a, a, a channel to serve up advertisements, Facebook and LinkedIn are two wonderful channels to get very, very targeted with your, with your ads. Yeah, absolutely, and um, and it's still very, very low priced. Uh, doesn't matter if you go organic or you go paid. Uh, the, the 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 investment that that it takes to get visible in in, in Facebook today is much less than any other media I can think of, a mass media like that I can think of. And especially, I mean, if you compare to, to search advertising, uh, if you compare to, to Google AdWords, uh, it, I mean, it's, it's a fraction of the price. And of course, it's a, it's a very, very different targeting. And, and we are going to talk um, later, we're going to talk about the, 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 the connection between uh, search and social. But first, I want you to dig a little more into to Facebook. You were talking about honesty, and that was uh, what I was talking about in the beginning of the show. Uh, I think you dropped out in the middle of it, but I was talking about the, the, the deal that I made on my, on my Tesla car, which is really a social project. Uh, it's a project that uh, where I'm trying to really position uh, the local one of the local dealers um, in the future market for electric vehicles so uh, it's it's a very you could say it's a very uh, boring type of business you know a car dealership you know how on earth are they going to do something that that evokes some some kind of, of of interest with with the target group in in social medias and and I, I compared it a little bit from my original inspiration to this with a project that you probably also heard about, Lee, the, the, the Walmart in the USA. Remember that one? 
where this oh, young yeah, couple Walmart, was uh, driving around in an <laughs> RV to all the Walmarts in, in, in the U.S., camping out on, on the parking lots and blocking about Walmart. Now, the big, big, big mistake they made was not being honest. They were not being honest about the fact that the whole project was thought out by, by Walmart and was paid by Walmart. And by not being honest, the whole project failed because, of course, at some point, people found out and then they started really to blog about how faked it was and how they were trying to deceive everybody and, and you know, so, so it actually turned around for Walmart and, and became a reputation disaster for them. Um, and the stupid thing is, I think actually that project, if they had been honest to begin with and said, hey, we're sending out these two kids to all our shops, you know, to experience how it is and blah, 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 and be honest about that they, they, they sponsored it, I don't think that would, have, uh, that would have made it much better and I don't think it would have caused any problem for them then because the project I, in itself was actually pretty good. The only problem it would have caused them was the fact that the photographer was actually supposed to be on vacation or on a sabbatical and he was working for the Washington Post. And that's what, actually that's what got him caught because he has a very distinctive way of shooting pictures. So when he... He, um, when he was submitting the pictures for the blog, somebody reported them, and that's how the whole thing came down. But you're right. Had they been honest, saying, hey, this is such and such from Edelman, and this is her boyfriend, um, and they're just, they are actually camping out, they are actually doing this, they yeah, wouldn't because- have had near the, the fallout that they did. Yeah, because they did actually camp out. They did actually go there. They did actually oh. buy stuff at Walmart and blocked about it. So, so that whole part was was honest enough. They just forgot to to tell the true story about how it all came around. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so I mean that at least one 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 very good advice: be honest about what you do. <laughs> uh, and and I mean you know there are of course you know examples of how people can get away with dishonesty in all types of marketing, and they are obscure cases like that, but it's usually more in, in, in short-term type of business, affiliate business and, and, and things where you want to boost something very shortly and then run away with the money. Um, it's not something that's going to work for a big brand or even a small company that want to build a, a bigger brand. Um, so so if, you, if you are a legitimate small business, uh, stay with the honesty. That's a more safe bet at least. <laughs> Yeah, and, and there are things that people say, oh, well, if you're automating, you're not, you're not being real. And it's not necessarily true. Uh, I am a big believer in automating the monotonous things of social media and, and search. Yeah. So, like, if you are putting out really good content on your blog and, you're, you know, you're putting it out there, you want to make sure it's getting out to the other channels. So you get it out to Twitter, you get it out to Facebook. Those things you can automate through services like Deliver It, okay? And then that frees up your time to actually do the real engagement, talking to the, to the people instead of having to take the time, copy the title, put it into the, you know, get a shortened URL, put it into Twitter, put it into Facebook. These automated tools can help, but, but they're still, you're still being real as long as you still got that, that conversation going on. Yeah, definitely. Another thing with, with Facebook, and I think that also goes for, for, um, for Twitter, at least in, in, in my experience, I just want to see what, what, what you think about it is. You mentioned uh, that, that, um, that Facebook and, and, and maybe also Twitter wasn't so good for, for, for B2B and more B2C. And, and what, what, what I experienced is that um, those medias are really difficult to make direct sales on. Uh, one of the oh, examples, yeah. I think I might have used it in the past, but uh, one of the good examples is that, that I released a book 
it's in Danish, but a, a very big um, uh, electronic book on, on SEO, of course. And um, I have uh, the book is out in two versions. There's a, there's a it's a it's a classic freemium model. Uh, there's a there's a short version of it that I give away for free, and then there's the full version where I charge a premium. So uh, basically, to begin with, I was I was trying to. Uh, get people from Facebook and Twitter to go to my shop and buy the book. Uh, I ran Facebook ads and I tweeted about it and I, and, I, and, I, and I posted about it on my wall in Facebook and I got no conversions, zero conversions. Nobody was buying the book that way. And then, then I switched the strategy into promoting the free version of my book and um, promoting, you know, go and download this free version of my book. If you like it, of course, there's a bigger version you can buy, blah, blah, blah. But basically just promoting the free version. And by doing that, I got a conversion from both Facebook and Twitter was actually almost equal on about 30%. So about 30% of the people that saw my postings uh, or, or, or saw my, my, my ads actually went to my website and downloaded the book. And out of those 30%, about 10% decided to buy the book. So all in all, it was a 3% uh, conversion uh, from, from, from those medias, which actually turned out to be much better than what I got from Google, both organic and paid. So, so that, that was at least my experience that if you want to sell something in those medias, you need to have that middle layer or something that can start the engagement that is free. It could be a free version of your product or it could be a funny game or it could be what, you know, something where you can engage people and that way they get some value that is free because free sells <laughs> in social media, but it, it, it seems to be much harder to actually make that hard sell. Is that something you that experienced? Is, that's a really good story, too, because um, what you find with that is people don't, it, unless you're going to get them to buy your product within Facebook, they're not going to trust you to go and buy something. So that's why they'll click on free because they see it's free. There's no barrier to get it. There's no, um, you know, there's no catch to get it when they see free. And then they got the free piece, and now they trust you because you've given them something yeah. of value for free. And now they're going to come back and they're going to buy because they want that more, and now they trust you. If you can pull that off, like putting that that download in in the face in a Facebook page through you know FB amount code, a lot of times you'll see people will people are booking uh, plane tickets and people are booking hotel rooms through Facebook modules that they're not leaving the Facebook platform, and that's where the trust is. Like they they believe Facebook's going to protect them. You know, on some could be somewhat unwittingly they think Facebook's going to protect them. But there's that trust factor, so that's why you have to win that trust factor, and that's why you had—I believe—that's why you had that experience. Yeah. Okay, we're going to talk a whole lot more about um, Facebook and Twitter. We're going to talk about Google Plus, and of course, how it all ties into search. But first, we're going to have a small break, a short break, uh, to present our sponsors that are keeping this great show alive. So uh, please stay with us, and we will be back in a minute. <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. 
Brands, premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands, Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands, let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. As you know, being an expert at f- <gasps> What did she say? Requires lots of practice and a great tool. Think you could use some help with f***? Whoa! You're not alone. Hundreds have used our tool to take their f***. Performance to the next level. The language! Of course, we're talking about managing Facebook ads on Aquizio. Oh. Buy, track, manage, optimize, and report on media across all major ad networks. Visit Aquizio.com to get a demo today. Aquizio. Search, social, display, one platform. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters, taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Welcome to Market Edge with Glenn Engler. Get ready to hear perspectives on social media and digital marketing that will help you gain insight into the unique opportunities and challenges facing marketers and thought leaders today. Market Edge with Glenn Engler, Tuesday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Beginning August 2nd. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24 7. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to StrikePoint. Today I have with me social and search media expert Lee Evans. Welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> so we were just talking about uh, a whole lot about Facebook. And um, I want to talk a little bit about, I mean, it's obvious to most people how you set up a Facebook account and how you put up a Facebook page and set up a Twitter account and all those kind of things. And as you mentioned earlier on, I think, you know, to me, I mean, in the early days, the first thing you did with a new company after you found the name of the company, of course, you went out and booked domains. You got the .com domain and your local domains and whatever, you know, variations of the domain you needed, maybe your product domain or something. What I recommend, of course, to people today is right after that, of course, they should go and, and make sure they reserve the Facebook name and, and, and Twitter account name, uh, Vimeo and YouTube names and whatever profile names for whatever social medias you want to run secure those names, not only because you don't want anybody else to take them, but also from a, a reputation management type of, 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 of strategy and from what we usually been referring to on this show as a tailgating strategy, you want to make sure when people search for your name, as much of what turns up on the first page in Google is something that you control. And you control yeah. all those profiles. So if you can have, like, I think when you search for my name, I think 19 or 18 out of the first 20 positions is something I control. It's my Facebook page. It's my LinkedIn account. It's my Twitter page. It's, you know, all those types of things. 
because then it makes it much, much harder for anybody else to to get in there with something that may not be as favorable to you as what you control yourself. But of course, also you want to secure them for whatever you want to use them for. Even if you don't have a strategy for all those different platforms right now, go and secure them uh, so you have them at least. But then once you find out which platforms or which medias you're going to focus on, one of the big things, I guess, for, for, for most people is how do I gain more followers on, on Twitter? How do I get more friends or more likes on, on, on Facebook? What, what, are, what, what are your good uh, tips for that? Well, first off, I would say make sure you're, you're in some kind of conversation. And remember, it's not about you. It's about your audience. So highlight your audience and say what good things they're doing. So, you know, retweet something they did or add something they did. And stay away from the automation services of, like, automatic follows and things like that because after a while, those just attract the spam accounts. You know, they say uh, Twitter says they have over 200 million uh, Twitter accounts, but I think you're really lucky and it might be a high, a high might be giving them, you know, a benefit of a down here, but you might be lucky if 10% of those people are really active Twitters, Twitter followers, you know, uh, or Twitter accounts. So when you think that about Charlie Sheen getting a million followers, really, in essence, how can he have a conversation, a quality conversation with people? Um, you know, he could say, hey, watch my show, or hey, go buy tickets for my show, but really how many of those people are going to go buy tickets for his show? Not not as many. So it, are they the followers? That's that's a question at the end of the day. So would you rather have a million followers who won't really do anything or have a 1,000 followers where probably 50% of those people will read your content or um, retweet you or do something that is going to be valuable to you at the end of the day and, and help you extend your reach. Yeah, exactly. So quality over quantity. Uh, always. It'll always win yeah. out. You know, it may seem, quantity may seem great overnight, but in the long run, um, those are just going to be one-hit wonders. Uh, you know, the people who consistently put out that great content and they're constantly just building their account over time, those are the people who really become the real influencers rather than just a broadcaster. And that's what you want. You want to be an influencer over your your audience that you want to gain. We've been playing around a little bit with uh, competitions. I mean, everybody likes competition. And it's a good it's a good starting point. Um, and and so we've been playing around with with having competitions. You know. Uh, come and, and like our Facebook page and 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 win this uh, thing or whatever. Or, 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 or please follow us on Twitter and and everybody who signs up for the next month are gonna you know take part in this uh, this drawing on on something or whatever. And uh, I think you know it it it, it what, what I found out with it and I want to see what you think about it is that that um, very often it doesn't work because the prizes you're giving away doesn't relate to your business. Like, I was thinking about putting up a competition for, for my Facebook page on this uh, electric car, this Tesla uh, project. And of course, I could give away an iPad or something like that. But the problem is, if I gave away a iPad, um, then I would get a lot of people to sign up to it that have an interest in iPads. 
but not necessarily yeah. have any interest in electric vehicles. So uh, I haven't been able right now. I probably hope to. Uh, if if so, I, I want to make a competition there. It should probably be. Uh, the price should probably be like they could get an, get an electric car for a week for free or something, you know. So, so I would actually get people that that have an interest in in electric cars uh, to sign up for the competition. But, but how do you think competitions? Uh, do you use competitions at all? Do you think they can work for your benefit? Um, I I think they can work if they're done to what the audience would find valuable. So, like you said, if you put gave away an iPad for free, well then. Guess what? You're only going to get those people that are really in desperate need of an iPad, and they really don't care too much about the electric car. But say you you cater to the green uh, the green crowd. So maybe you give away a um, subscription service to I don't know a recycling you know a recycling mm. program that they might have to pay for. So maybe it's a business you know yeah. and you're trying to get them to buy a fleet of of, of electric cars. Maybe it's you give away this prize, and this raises their awareness about how you know the electric car is better for the environment. Just like what you're you're giving away, that you're very conscious when you live live the live, you know live the life, walk the walk, talk the talk. People will will respect you more um, at the at the end of the day. And you know, we recently did this with uh, the SES conference. We ran a a, con- a contest. Uh, for people to submit their user's choice, like what, what oh, yeah. session do you see that wasn't there? And if you if you um, submit a video and it wins, you get to win a trip to SES. And that worked yeah. out. You know, that one worked out. I mean, it wasn't anything that there was thousands and thousands of likes on the page, but it did give us a significant you know jump in in uh, likes, and then the activity actually started to pick up as well. So that's what you want to see. You don't want to see a big spike and then a big drop. You want to see a, a bit of a spike and then a continuation. You might see a little drop, but you want to see a continuation upwards of your social engagement. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a, it's a match of it. And uh, another thing, um, now we're getting close to the end. We, it, it, things go, every, every time we're on, on Tripon, the time goes, runs so fast, you know, we're almost running out. So I just want to squeeze in a few more things here before the end of it. And uh, now the studio is saying three minutes, but we don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, now the, Maybe some people are going to ask, why are you talking so much social media? This is a, an SEO show, and and they're right. You know, it is an SEO show. But what 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 more and more people do realize, of course, it's been proven uh, without doubt that uh, certain social are tying in so much together now. Now, of course, especially with with all the recent testings uh, throughout the past years, it's been proven now without a doubt. I would say that getting getting. Your, your content retweeted, getting people to share it on Facebook and, and like it on Facebook actually may have a bigger impact on your search results than old traditional links. And that, that still comes as a surprise to many people. So the big question, of course, then is what do you see is most effective? Um, is it the shares or, or, or the retweets or, or is likes as good as uh, as um, as that, and and how do you get people to to share things as much as possible and retweet things as much as possible? Well, again, it, it goes back to: is it valuable? You know, is it is it valuable to your your core group? And then they're going to be the ones who proliferate it out. But you know, it, there's been a lot of um, there's been a lot of, of 
conversation around, oh, the new like is a new link, and I don't believe that the, a like is worth as much of a link, as much of a link. In fact, um, I think when you, and in fact, uh, the guy from Orbrush was on one of my panels last week, and he said, one of the things he said, was, it was very interesting, he said, I would rather take one view, one view from, um, one view from YouTube is worth about 50 likes on Facebook. And that was an interesting comparison, especially for, you know, the type of product that they have, the very boring product. And uh, the people who, who saw the video converted more than the people on Facebook. But these, all these different sharing things, liking, retweeting, adding, uh, Google Plus wanting, all these things are, are signals to the search engine that somebody is finding your content relevant. Now, you want to get the influential people to like it, and that's pretty much the thing that you want to do because they are taking notice to who is really retweeting it. It doesn't matter if you've got, a, you know, 100 spam bots going out there and, and liking something and retweeting something. Uh, it's really about the influencers who are, who are out there liking it and if they're influencing their audience to go and do it. So find those influencers. That's the key to it. Find those influencers and get them to share your content. Unfortunately, time has run out of us. Uh, the last thing I want to mention is uh, that you, Lee Evans, have a great book out called Social Media Marketing. It's out on QBizTech, and I think you can find it on Amazon, right? Um, yeah. So if you go and search for Social Media Marketing by Leanna Lee Evans, I think you should be able to find it, and I highly recommend that you go out and buy it if you want to know more about this subject. So uh, thank you very much, Lee, for being here today, and I hope to bring you back another day so we can talk even more about this great and huge subject. Hey, we, we got to talk about Google Plus one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, Lee. And uh, thank you to all of you and hope to see you all next Monday again. Bye-bye. <laughs>